Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. And hello again from WJ Live. I'm Josh Manning, uh, Deputy Managing Editor for Assignment at the Western Journal. I am joined by Deborah. I always want to call Deborah Deborah Van Helsing. Her actual last ni- name is Van Kempen, yes. but she's an intern with us. And from the day I met her, I thought, "Gosh, uh, it sounds like Van Helsing." So I've had that stuck in my uh, stuck That's in my just head. That's how it is now. Yeah, Deborah will be <laughs> undergoing a legal name change. <laughs> Deborah's joining me on the show today, and uh, we are very excited to have a special guest with us today. Joining us. Uh, online is Wayne Allen Root, the capitalist evangelist, one of Amazon's best-selling authors. He is a massive radio host on, you're on USA Radio Networks, right, Wayne? Correct. And uh, TV host, um, one of the youngest people to do all sorts of things in New York when he was coming up. Uh, He has got a best-selling book out called uh, Trump Rules, and he's going to talk with us a little bit about that today. After we talk about the book, we're also going to talk about uh, the election, the effort to steal the election. We're going to talk about voter fraud. We're going to talk about COVID and uh, a number of other things. So, uh, Wayne, thank you so much for being with us on WJ Live. We appreciate you taking the time. Well, thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm going to take a, take a page, Josh and Deborah, from uh, Donald Trump and make sure, make sure I promote the actual book. <laughs> make sure everybody knows that's, that's the book. Trump rules. Got to always get that, get that in the picture. There's a book. It's a beautiful book. Beautiful. I chose that picture of Trump myself on the back picture of me at me at Trump White House and with Donald Trump and various various good friend of mine, great guy. Trump rules. Wayne, and I uh, just th- thrilled thrilled to be today. Thanks for having me on. Wayne, before we got on the air, I was talking with Deborah. Uh, she, I don't know if she knew you and I are you and I are friends. You're gracious enough to have me on your show from time to time, and I was describing you to Deborah as he's he's sort of like Donald J. Trump. He's kind of the Trump of <laughs> Vegas, uh, yeah. and and that is the truth. When I see you, I see a whole lot of Trump, and you wrote Trump rules. Because you've studied Trump for a long time. You noticed some things about him that made him successful. You wanted to share those uh, with with other Americans. And uh, can you take just a minute and tell us about the book? Yeah, you know, you know, first of all, Deborah, you're probably too young to even remember. There used, there used to be ads on TV for Nike, and it was about Michael Jordan. This is 20, 30 years ago. Everybody, everybody be like Mike. Mike, be, be like Jordan. Mm-hmm. I, I wanted to be like Donald, the Donald, the Donald Trump. <laughs> and so when I was a fresh freshman at Columbia University in 1979, in time, um, Donald Trump, Trump was New York. He was he was like was like 30 years old, and I was 18 and a king of New York. And I and I said I want to be that. Guy. And so I set out to out to study and to emulate him and to model him. 
And over the next few years, keep in mind that I'm a nobody, nobody, I'm a butcher, you know, so if I wanted a nice piece of bologna, I was disconnected. But other than that, <laughs> I, I didn't know anybody. I had no mo money, no money, no connection. SOB, son of a butcher, for wrong side of the track, the tracks, literally grew up on a dead end street in Mount Vernon, New York, in a dead end town on the Bronx, Bronx borderline majority minority almost a black town and me and me went to an all black middle school all, all black high school got my ass kicked 20 kicked 20 for the day seven a week until I, I learned how to learn how to fight kicked some ass myself and then we were all friends but <laughs> but but the point of this is that i was a nobody graduate college college i trump's rules and i, be, I become the youngest political candidate at the time the time history in your i become come the young youngest and on national tv i was 26 years old hired hired cnbc host five shows and be anchor of their network in those days called Financial News News Network. Uh, I wind up as the king of, of Las Vegas sports gambling. Sounded, sounded like he was in gambling. He was on, on TV. Uh, he was a he, he was he was obviously a candidate. He became president of the United States. States a best-selling author. Trump's got art of the deal. I produced three three hit reality shows. I produced the greatest reality, reality show. I'm Celebrity Apprentice. Apprentice. Um, you know, I got a star a star on the Vegas Walk of Stars. 180 pound granite pound granite star. Sidewalk in Vegas. Guess guess what Trump Trump has? Are in the Hollywood Walk of Stars. <laughs> Our lives are so close, close. I copied him, and I became him. And I rules down in writing. And I said one day I'm going to write a book about it. And I got to give one more part of the book that's amazing. Amazing. One of what I achieved because I give him all the credit because these are rules. So I wanted to wanted to be me the greatest, the biggest odds maker in the in the world. Famous on CBS TV, Mr. Vegas. And after about ten years of fighting fighting to be Jimmy the Greek. I became a partner on TV and, and I want to be Rush Limbaugh and I wound up with, I wound up with a police syndicate, uh, you know, you know, conservative talk and I wanted to be, be Bill O'Reilly and I wound up, with, wound up with my own number one show on Newsmax TV, three, three years, 750 shows. And who's my partner on that, sh- that show? Bill O'Reilly. Mm-hmm. And I, I always huge fan of Pete Rose. I just took a company public, like literally just like Trump, public, public rated company about three months ago, ago, just announced on Friday that my new spokesman and partner TV is pros. So I mean, those, I mean, those are the most famous men in the end of the history of America. And I, I really had a chance to star with star with them or develop a career just less like, they, like theirs. And I think it's all because of the rules I followed with Trump. I, Trump, I think one could do it. That's why I wrote this book. This book. Everyone's going to be a millionaire. Not everyone's going to be a billionaire. But but everybody, Josh and Deborah, can change change their improve their life, life their business life, their professional life. Their personal life, their life, their conditions, whatever it is for for 20, 26 at Amazon for a book, I guarantee you you'll get your get your twenty dollars worth. You'll probably get at least a hundred, a hundred dollars, maybe a thousand, thousand. Some people might get a million. But, but the point is, the Trump rules, Trump rules, work, and I'm living, breathing, thing, thing on billboard that proves that it works. And Wayne, when we look at the book, you know, a lot of people might see the book, see the title, see you on there, know who you are and think, man, this is a super political book. This is not really a political book. This is a book about how to succeed, right? No, no politics, none. I don't think I ever really touched on politics in all the entire book. Uh, if I did, I did. It was a short paragraph here, here or there. But it was really just about, about how I met Trump. How our lives, our lives intersect. How our lives have have gone gone on paths because I studied him. I wanted to be him, and and, and some of him rubbed off on me that I literally really became version of Trump. Heck, even the liberals know it. The Daily Beast, which hates Trump and hates me, all always say the things about me. They wrote they wrote a story story that Wayne Allen Root is this the Donald Trump of Las Vegas. So I mean, so I mean, even the liberals, even the liberals know it. 
So I could say is that I became a mini Trump and I, th- I think oh, you could be Trump's too. Even if you, if you hate him, say this, because I can't stand, stand liberal. But if you're liberal and you hate Trump, Trump and you're this book, you'll be better and better at politics. You'll be better at business. You'll be, you'll be better at chips and connections. You'll actually change your life in life if you're liberal too. Because Trump isn't about, about politics. Trump is about achievement, better in life. life. Mm-hmm. You know, and my favorite Trump story, by the way, by the way Josh and Deborah, yeah. I, I was in Africa giving a speech, just like Trump. I gave speeches all, speeches all the world, business success and sales. And I gave a speech and they hired a limo to take me to the, me to the airport. So I go from Johannesburg to Johannesburg Airport, the hotel, the hotel for it. And the, 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 the African gentleman driving the car, black, black guy in South Africa, drive, driving the car, in the car, listening to politics on the radio. And they're talking, talking about Donald Trump, this 2015. And I, and I said to him, you're, 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 you're a fan of American politics? And he said, yeah. And I, you know about Donald Trump? Trump. He says, he says every, I watch Apprentice every week. And you're the luckiest, peepiest people in the world. He's going to be your next president of the United, United States. He's going to, this, this is the black Africa talking. South Dri- African cab driver. He's going to lift everybody up, up, and he's America great, great. Like he makes all the contestants on, on Apprentice great. And I thought, there's the, there's the next president of the United States. They even know him, know him drive, driving a little of, of sub-Saharan Africa. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So, Wayne, I wanted to ask you, I know we mentioned a bit before the show that I grew up in Vegas, and so it's so cool that you're kind of the Las Vegas man. Uh, so I wanted to ask you, you mentioned that in your freshman year at Columbia, you um, kind of sort of started studying Trump, and uh, that's when the fascination kind of happened. I wondered, why Donald Trump? What was it that drew you specifically to Trump? Well, I mean, he was, he was you know, a young New York, New York guy, a lot of ambition, which I was. Mm-hmm. You know, I wanted to be... Uh, very wealthy in New York, mm-hmm. and and he was New York. I mean, he was young and handsome and dating, dating uh, at the time, married, but he was still dating women in New York while he was married. And in those days, it was, it was uh, <laughs> Ivana. I think it was Ivana Trump, and that was his first wife. But but he was in the, he was in the gardens dating some somebody new all the time. I, one of them was one of them was Marley Peoples. He wanted to bring her, and and they were and they were all queens and actresses. And I said, my God, this guy is is really cool, really cool. Mm-hmm. And I just set my sights that he, that he was built Grand Hyatt Hotel, hotel in Grand Central Station when I first first at Columbia. And then the day the day I graduated Columbia, he was two two months months away putting Trump Tower, which was the coolest, most gleam, gleaming skyscraper in the history of the world. Mm-hmm. Every day you opened up the up the nearest, he was in the gossip column. Do something or dating someone, someone out with some, and he was just just the coolest, coolest guy. Why would you not want to be, be if you're in New York and you're young and you're young and you're ambitious? That's the guy you're aiming for, right? right? Now, the, if you're just joining us, the book we're talking about is Trump Rules. It's by Wayne Allen Root, the capitalist evangelist. Wayne, you've got a copy of it. There, show the show the folks Here who are go. watching at home. I'm just reaching, just reaching. I'm with you. That's the book. <laughs> That's the book. You can still there get it on Amazon in time for Christmas, I am sure. Uh, Christmas, yes, Wayne, any Trump fan in your life. Wayne, there are, you've got a list of rules in here that you sort yes. of teased out from watching Trump's life. These are rules for success. Yeah. I don't want you to give the whole book away here, but what are one or two of the bigger rules sure. that really made an impression on you? Well, no, number one, of course, is Trump is a winner. Winner. Everything about winning. Winning is number one and losing. Losing or two is losing. You know, it was in a race. There's 50 people. I mean, in seconds, pretty good out of 50 to 50 people. Nope. To Trump. Trump, you're, you're number one or one. Or you're, and, and I don't, you know, I think that attitude is great. Great. Not because it means you always win. Because Trump lost a lot, and I and I've a lot. I also follow in Trump's steps because I failed a lot. If you are a raker, if you're if you're a gun gun and a risk taker, 
you're going to fail a lot and you're going to see, you're going to see a lot. And I failed a lot and I've had, had some bank bankruptcy and I've been divorced mm. and I've, you know, I've had a very Trumpy in life, but I've also always come back big time. And always comes back big time, big time, big ever. Yeah. And I always come back bigger, bigger than ever. And so all I could, all I could tell is, it, is success and failure are inter, interwoven. They're kind of part and parcel of the same coin, you know, you know, success on the front, failures is on the back, back the first two rules, rules of my, that winning is everything. But that you can fail your way to the top, the top. Each time you, know, you got to learn from it, from it, and come bigger and better than ever before. And figure out an angle, angle how you turn the fear into a victory. You know, you don't like just lost, but did he really lose? First of all, he got 11, 11 million more votes than the last time when he won. Won eleven yeah. million yeah. more votes, the most of any president sitting president in history, the most of any Republican Republican ever in history. He dragged along with him, with him really what was a big red storm, red wave. On a late night for the Senate and for the House. Yeah, disaster for Democrats. The, all the all over the country. We want everything. Everything. You know, they stole the election. Trump and Trump did win, but he could still still turn turn this into a loss because we've got the U.S. Supreme Court. I have any feel, even though Trump's a big underdog, promising or guaranteeing anything, he is a huge huge underdog right now, and it looks like Biden's the name's the next. Bit. But if there's is anybody to pull it off, it's Trump, and, and I have a sneaking suspicion. The Democrats are way too lackadaisical, way too overconfident, and they may find in the next few days, days Trump turns things around, the Supreme Court rules in our, in our favor, and the next president being being sworn out by it's Trump, and they're gonna they're gonna get the shock of their life. But well, let's say let's say truces, which is bad for for you and me, you and me, for America, bad for conservatives, no doubt about that. About that, I keep in that as a positive in any way. I guarantee you that Trump will turn the loss into a win, which which is the whole philosophy of the book. If Trump loses, he comes he comes back for years and become, becomes becomes the secretary elected after Zick. That was uh, and, my and, next question and, for you. And during those four year, years, Josh, Josh, I guarantee you, he starts as a TV network and it becomes bigger than Fox. Fox basically put Fox out of business and writes writes a big book with a twenty dollars advance. Trump will will turn the loss into a victory. Victory. He will still have seventy four million million people in the Trump army behind him for all four years. So, so this isn't a loss. You know, normal people be will be a loss. Trump will turn it into a positive. So you're a Vegas guy, Wayne. Give me the odds here. Let's <laughs> let's say that this does not go the way we all want it to go. Biden does end up being inaugurated. What do you say the odds are that we see candidate Trump back in 2024? Well, I, you know, it, it's the worst kept rumor in Washington that in that if he loses in the Supreme, Supreme Court to return it, he's going to now announce in for president during during Biden's inauguration. Worst kept secret in Hollywood, Hollywood, Hollywood or in Washington. So, I mean, he's going to uh, up up and inaugurate of Joe Biden. And I guarantee you he'll have more people watching. He will have a bigger crowd. You know, size does matter. He will have a, have a bigger, I promise you. So, so nobody watching Biden, I want to see what Trump has to say about, about Biden and about him again. So, so it'll be it'll be very, very interesting. Trump has a flair for the dramatic. I, I have a flair for the dramatic. I learned it from Trump. I don't I don't do TV or radio. I do I do entertainment. It's not politics. It's it's entertainment. Yeah. It's having fun, fun, being outraged. I'm not a political political com commentator. I'm a shock jock. I'm a Howard Stern of, cons of conservative politics, you know. And that's what Trump is is he's Stern of presidents. And so we just have, have fun and say whatever comes to mind. And I don't really really care who offend. And I think I think that's why that's why my floated because people tune, including all my liberal friends, students, students, and they I don't really agree with anything anything you say. 
but man, I tune in just to hear what you're going to say. When, so so that's, that's my style. No, that's completely true, though. That That's completely true. I've been with you on the air for hours <laughs> now um, over over the years. I've been with you in person. I've sat with you at, at dinners and things. And you you are a ton of fun. You are what I imagine Trump would be like, too. I mean, you're fun, confident, cut up. Um, and you've got it. You've got it put together. Um, yeah. So you think one of the big Trump rules is is he's a winner. He pushes to win nonstop, no matter what. But he lose. You know, rule number two is found way to the top. When, whenever mm. liberals attack Trump, what do they say? Just say, Josh, they say. Oh, loser. Oh, he failed in his casinos in Atlantic City. Oh, he failed, failed with airlines. I'm a, I'm a very in your fight. The only way to answer that is to throw it at him. My entire chapter, chapter is all his failures. He's failed like, like four times, but he succeeded a thousand. So liberals don't understand that concept. You know, I always, I always say, what do you call a business owner who has 10, nine of them fail? Million. You only need one. That's, well, that's it. That's Isn't the isn't the stat that I think the average number of bankruptcies for millionaires is about seven, something like that? I mean, the America is set I'm, up I'm, so I'm that that can happen. <laughs> Say I'm what? I've got I've got under size, but always come out ahead. So, so all I can tell you is, uh, it, it, Trump is winner. Winning is the number number one. Number two is you know you know jail your fail and come back back big. Get up get up off the ground. Dust yourself off off. Get the horse and learn learn from from it and bigger. Number for three is the critics are idiots. That's a big, that's a bigger for Trump. He doesn't give a damn damn what critics. I don't give a damn what critics say. Mm. If I ever read read what people said about me on Twitter, which I don't, I want to I, I wouldn't wouldn't want to go from under the bed sheets each day. Day right? People are just just vicious. And jealous, and they're, they're envy, envious. They have nothing nice to say about successful people. So, so all you do is you forge forward relentlessly, ignore the critics, and the, and then when you see, you throw it right, right in their face. That's Trump. That's me. It's me. And then the last I'll mention is quite a, quite a few rules of all good, but re relentless. Trump is relentless, relentless, relentless. Of the book, the power over overall more important than your college degree or how smart smart you are your iq or even your personality the important trait rate of a mayor or a billionaire is to, to be relentless just no matter what no matter what throw at you you never stop, stop fighting you stop coming at him never you know, you're up. like rocky in the movies movies you know he's sliced alone in the rock the rocky they can hit you a few a thousand times till your punch drop and and you just keep coming and they can't knock that knock you out you're gonna get bruised and you're gonna punch drunk but you're gonna win that fight, and that's how, that's how true is. That's how I am. I learned it from him. From him, that's the Trump rules. Yeah, definitely. So, Wayne, for the conservatives out there that are thinking about buying your book and are thinking about taking a look at it, what is one thing that you hope they take away from it, if nothing else? Well, your know, takeaway is that Trump's is a great guy. I mean, if you read the yeah. book, there's some some really cool stories, mm -hmm. inside sto stories, in baseball of me, me and Trump, how I met him, and things he said to me. We met, and I met, and I. When you read though. That's that's not at, not at all that I've seen in the media. Don't think yeah. I'm a Nazi and he and Hitler and KKK and white and extreme extremist. Mm -hmm. uh, I'll tell you one story. How did I meet Trump? I met him in my life until I, I heard he wanted to run for president. And I wrote a column and put, put it on a conservative website like, like West Journal. It wasn't a journal because I didn't know you guys. <laughs> I think it was Blaze. I think it was Glenn Beck mm. cite the Blaze. Yeah. Blaze. And it basically said that Trump would make a, make a great, we need a businessman. And, and the next day, I get an email from Donald J. Donald J. Trump, and I thought it could be a pitch for, for a, I didn't have my, I thought it was like a sales pitch for Trump organization. I thought infomercial, 
you know? And I, I open it up, put it up, enter from Trump. And he is written, he's attached, attached to, it's a C letter from Donald J. Trump. I hope I open the attachment. And he's, Wayne, I loved your column. Keep up, up the good, I'll be watching. Donald J. Donald J. Trump. I'm like, you gotta be mm. kidding, me, kidding me. I've every politician in America, not one of them had ever, ever contacted me. Mm. Trump did. And for the next, next three, before he announced president, every time, time I wrote something about him, he sent me, sent me a letter. Finally, you know, email, email. And fast one said, next week on Monday, whatever day, whatever day it was, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, next Tuesday, to be coming down an escalator with a very important announcement. And I think it'll make you very happy and proud, Wayne. I knew he, he was announced president before anyone in this country knew it. And I wrote a column for fun for five news. And I said, a little birdie told me, told me to announce for president. And it's going to be on this day. If it, ha if it happens that day, make sure my column comes out on that day. day. Fox News published it. That he said on that day, you're looking looking at the next president of the United States. He was he was 1% of the polls at that point. point. Mm. A lot of stories between me and Trump that are really kind of heartwarming warming, and show you that he is not your typical po politician. The rest of them fake being nice. Mm. He, does, he doesn't fake it, and sometimes he's not nice. But in, in real, he's actually quite nice, nice at heart. And the rest of them fake it, and they're not nice at all. Nice at all. So I Trump, I'll take him over all the all the others. Yeah, that's good. Uh, all right, I want to ask you one more question about the book, and then I want to ask you about a couple of current events. When you and I were talking about this ahead of time, you sent me a mind-boggling list of all of the categories your book was number one in on yes. Amazon. Now I've I've seen books that were number one in one category or number two and or number one in a couple of categories. Wayne, it seems to me like you were you were number one in five or ten different categories at once. I think it was twelve. Twelve. <laughs> Not to quibble over number for numbers. I think it was twelve. That's got to be a record and, and, or something. And half were half were political, and the other half, the other half was this. I was the one in sales, number number one in bidding, number one in business, just negotiations. It was a lot of cat category. Very cool, and it stayed that stayed that. It wasn't like a one second thing. I was number one 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 all those categories at, at various times for the last five weeks. And finally dropped off in the last week, just, just a little bit, because I didn't do any media. I got really busy with my publicly traded, traded company, and I haven't done any media till today. Today's the, today's the first Well, that's act. what was amazing. This was before any kind of PR blitz or anything. It just popped on its own. It popped because I, I have a pretty, pretty big parlor now and a pretty mm. big follower on Twitter. You know, you know, on both, I have over, or right around 100,000, 140,000 on the other. And I've got my national radio show. I mentioned it on my radio show, show, and I mentioned it earlier in Twitter. Sure. And that that'll it off to a good start and got me number one. And and now and now I'm some media days actually been a really busy busy day, my fifth or sixth show of the day. So a lot of stuff's gone on gone on today. I do my show right when we're done with this. I, I got us prepping for my own na national. Show. A lot of stuff going on on. I don't even know how I do it. My head my head's explode. It's uh <laughs> it's mind bog boggling. So, but I like working. That's another Trump one, mm. by the way. By the way, you know, you could say you love tra Trump or you hate hate Trump, but he's got the most inc incredible ethic of anyone I've ever seen, other, other than me. I just work 16 hours, 18 hours a day. I'm the person who enjoys his going out and doing things that maybe other people would call fun. I just work. I enjoy working, making, making money, and and becoming popular and meeting more people and more, pe more people read columns and more people read my books. That version of fun. That's that's Trump fun. But we, we, we do it as so that it is fun, fun. Not your vocation needs to, to be your, your vacation. That's what will make you work harder. You got to like what you, what you do. I don't work 16 hours a day and I hate it. I work 16 hours a day because I love, I love it. I'd rather work than ski, ski on a slope and be a ski bum. I'd, yeah. I'd rather work the beach in Hawaii. 
I'll, I'll do a week each year, but overall 50 out of 52 weeks, weeks, 16 a day guy. Man, that, well, and that is Trump too. The high energy. I can't remember who it was. Somebody who worked with him said the biggest compliment he can give anybody is high energy. And that's what he is. He is nothing but high. He is a ball of energy. And the guy, I don't know how late he stays up each night, but we know he gets up at 4 or 4.30 in the morning, starts his day then, and goes as hard as he can. I do do too. Email me or text me at 4 in the morning. You don't answer it within five minutes. So usually I do. The difference between me and and Trump, negative of Trump. Because even though I could I could appreciate someone, I could could tell you what's wrong with him too. I mean, he's not perfect. He's super, super human, but he's still human. And he's human and he's full. He eats the crappiest in the world. He eats like he eats like McDonald's and fries and a Coke, Coke, a dare plate or Kentucky for fried chicken. And I just can't believe believe they have that kind of energy. And he's, he's been healthy, healthy as whole, you know. And even he even beat COVID without campaigning a week later. Week later. Yeah. He's an amazing guy, but he must have must have the veins in the world. Because the reason I have this energy is because I eat the healthiest, cleanest, cleanest in the world. Yeah, Don't you're huge on that. Food, food. Non-gluten, no fast food, no junk food, no TV, there's no soda. I am the cleanest, cleanest in the world, and I and I pop 100 vitamin pills a day. Hey, that's why I'm healthy and my energy's high, energy's high, and I work an hour to two hours a day every day. Every day. It doesn't work out other than play golf, which is not exactly a, a, a heavy work, not exactly aerobic, riding in the cart. So I mean, Trump. Trump does work out, doesn't exercise, doesn't have a doesn't have a good diet, and doesn't pop vitamin vitamins. And that my key to eat all of that is to do all of that. I'm I'm an average person. I become super superhuman human energy only because of vitamins, healthy healthy diet, and exercise. So we are different in one one way. All right, talking about health, I want to hear what you're seeing in Nevada as far as COVID goes, and I want to share with you a, a very interesting set of statistics. If you go over to the CDC's flu view website where they keep track of what's happening with the flu you see something very interesting happen happening Nothing, i've got the right? stats there's in no, front no of flu. me right now there's no, there's no flu Josh. no flu no flu no flu this is what's amazing though wayne this year let's see here on average for the last five years uh at this point they had done about uh, twenty thousand uh tests uh and they were coming up with about six percent of those people having the flu about 1300 people this year, uh, in week 48, they had done 27,000 flu tests. You know how many people had the flu out of that? 22! 22! Wow. It went from 1,300, almost 1,400, down to 22. Wayne, something doesn't smell right with this. Yeah, well, there's, yeah, well, there's no flu anymore, and there's no cancer anymore, anymore, and there's no disease anymore, and there's no, no strokes America's anymore. the healthiest country in the world, except for COVID, apparently. Nobody gets shot, shot in the head. Yeah. Nobody gets, gets the car. It's COVID. Everything's COVID. By the way, John Hopkins, Hopkins, in Harvard, Stanford. Hopkins has to be the biggest name in medicine in the United States. And, and John Hopkins put out a study two weeks, weeks ago that said just this, guys. I don't know if you caught it. It actually said that the death rate of America is lower than it, than it was here, even with COVID. And it's lower than the year before that. Before that, about the same last five years. They're, they're increasing deaths. And, and what's really amazing, even among, among people with the age of 70, which is where all the COVID dead, by the way. Yeah. That's, what, that's what's so nice about lockdowns. If you're, if you're under 70, you're not going to die. It's, die. it's almost zero chance. So why, why would you lock, you lock down lock down 70 and 80 and 90 year olds and leave everybody else alone? alone. But the point, even 70 and over, the death the death rate is the same as the last five years, give or take one, one or two people, exactly the same. 
and the and the conclusion came to is they're they're call, calling F COVID. So so for every COVID death that goes up, can, cancer disease and go down. It's it's, it's exa- exactly a wash. Do you know within two days of putting that up at Hopkins.com, it was taken down and down and never said because because you know liberals went crazy and lost yeah. their mind, minds because you can't lock down everyone if you put what if you put things like that. So between Gene John admitting that. And the New England Journal of Medicine, Medicine only a week ago, talking about a, a new study out that uh, involves U.S. Marine recruits that proves that lockdown, lockdowns do not work and quarantines yeah. do not work. And if you quarantine people, they get more, more COVID, less, more COVID that was not strictly quarantined. The mainstream media has never mentioned E-Duddy, nor have they, they met in Denmark. They did a huge study, study proved masks don't work. And, and that came out two weeks ago. I None found, of this is ever the mainstream media. I found a really interesting tool today that I will email you after the show, because I think you'll like this too. The Delphi Project over at Carnegie Mellon, they've been tracking mask compliance rates. Basically, what percentage of people are wearing masks? And they've got it broken down by state and by county and by metro area. And Wayne, get this, in D.C., they have got better than 99% compliance with masks. Better than 99%. All of these metro areas where it's surging, everybody's already wearing masks, Wayne. When are we going to get it through our heads that masks are not the panacea that everybody, especially President Biden now with his 100-day, remember with Trump, it was 15 days to stop the spread. Now it's a hundred days to stop the spread. When are we going to well, figure this out? Don't don't for, don't forget California. They're among the most most masks in the world. Everybody wears a mask. Everyone's in compliance. Everyone's locked down. Everything's closed. Yeah. Ghost town. They've destroyed destroyed everything. And they've got the highest highest surge COVID rates. So it's so it's all a bunch of BS. You here's the, here's the real trail truth. Nothing I would recommend. And I think I have a much better program program than Biden or Trump anybody. But but my my pro- vitamins and build your immune system, work out, eat healthy, and, and take a lot of vitamin C, a lot of vitamin D, a lot of, and a lot of that's the the only know of that could, could keep people from getting COVID. There is no cure, cure, no guarantee, but you're better off with a, off with a strong system. But nothing in nothing really has ever ever been proven in world history to stop a flu flu pandemic. Where, and, and studies done. If you lock down, down and mask, or if you don't lock down and don't mask, don't mask, it'll be the same amount of, of COVID. COVID. There's no reason to close society, and there's no reason to close close business. In 1968, 1969, uh, America yeah. had hog flu, and guess what? They didn't, they didn't close anything, and people went to ball games, ball games. People went, people went to school, and a thousand Americans died. The media didn't make a big deal of it, and we all, and we all got written life on. Well, it, yes, and remember, you know, Joe Biden. You've made this point. Joe Biden was the one who was in charge of the swine flu response back in two. What was it, two thousand nine? And hey, you know what, Wayne? When he was in charge of swine flu, I got it. I got it. Trump was in charge of dealing with COVID, and as far as we can tell, as far as we know, it started around February or so. I hadn't had anything since February, so, um, you know, I'm doing better by Trump than I was uh, when Biden was running the the swine well, flu. You and I are you and I are, you and I are doing better than Trump because I haven't had it. You haven't had it. Try to Trump out, you know. But think of all the people Trump was around, and he got it got it one yeah. time, and then he beat it in just a few day, few days. Gave a parade, raid, then started giving speeches again three three times a day. He's just the most the most amazing guy ever. Even I, if I, if I got it, I was in a hospital. Would not think one week later I'd be out, I'd be out on the yeah. pain trail. You know, you, you think you would t- you would take this off, 
before the before the election. Maybe that would explain why he, why he lost. Well, he didn't take one second off, and, off, and he worked harder than he's ever worked, and, and he did four or five events a, a day. Well, Biden hid in his hid in his basement with a mask on, and you expect me to me to believe Biden won? The American people saw the most vital man in the in the world doing five events a day a week after COVID, and the other guy was hiding hiding in his basement. And when he finally came out of out of the basement to do an event in Vegas, twenty people showed up. He did an event in Phoenix. Phoenix saw ten people showed up, and you expect me to expect me to believe that guy won the presidency and got and got more than anyone in history and more votes than Obama in his summer in his year. Really expect me to believe believe that that the biggest fraud in the history of the world. What's the biggest fraud? And what happened in the election is fraud in world history. We just elected an old, weak, feeble man and dementia who belongs in living. Not, not the White House. And they managed, managed to scam the world and convince us that he won with massive voter fraud. Well, you know, Wayne, even if we walk away from this with the courts not having sided with Trump, I will forever believe that, that he, I mean, look, take the, take packing ballot boxes and all that stuff, take it off, take it, put it off to the side. If nothing else, the only way Biden won this was by them sending out millions and millions and millions of ballots that could have been intercepted, that could have been used fraudulently, had those not gone out. Take Dominion out of it, all of that stuff. Had those, uh, had those ballots not gone out, we would be dealing with President and, once again, President-elect Trump right now. Well, you know what? what I've read at least two articles articles about this. And mentioned all the ways ways fraud fraud was so many, but I've always said take all of that all of that out. Everything except one thing. I've got a different different angle. Yeah. My angle is just very simple. Can you imagine if they played a played a foot game like last Monday night? Not this Monday Monday, but the Monday before that. Philadelphia, Philadelphia Eagles, Seattle Seahawks, and the Eagle, and the Eagles lost by six by six. And they shot the gun in the air there. The game, game's over. You go home, you wake up the next morning, and the headline says, Eagles, Eagles, one at six. We found 12 extra points. Magically, points overnight. Right, right. So that's the way they stole the, stole the election. With those ballots you're talking about, talking about overnight, let's all, all stop, stop. Never been done in history. They all coordinated it, made it, and conspired. How did they know? How did Pennsylvania, Zona, and Nevada, and Georgia, and Michigan, and Wisconsin, all six, stop the count at the, at the same time around midnight? And then, and then they, it turned out they, they didn't stop count. They just sent all the all the witness home. Wasn't a Republican in the room. Room suddenly the count is an extra three hundred thousand and nothing for for Joe Biden. Anyone who believes that I'm going to bring a bridge to you in Vegas over over the ocean. You are dumb if, dumb if you. Wait, that. you know that means that means Barr is the Attorney General, General of the United, United States, or he's in on it. I don't know yeah. what else to say. Yeah, yeah, I just the thing I can't help thinking about this. I think I mentioned this last time I was on your show. I always go back to Nixon and JFK, and I think it's it's clear Nixon won that election, but yes. he knew it was for the good of the country that he would he would step back and just let things go. And it never occurred to Biden to do that at all. Never occurred to Biden at all. No, but let me let me tell you what I would say upon hearing what you're saying. They they'd say you're right. Maybe you're right. And Trump uh, could see for the good, the good of the country. And I would argue that if Trump were to concede right now, now we just get to Biden. The number one will never, will never win election. Yeah. Because even if Trump runs again, we'll never win another, win another election. Because then you've said she's eating his oak, and yep. you've le- legalized it, and you've allowed loud male voting forevermore. You you allowed massive irregularities. You allowed uh, people to vote 
homeless people to vote, illegal aliens to vote, vote, people who moved out of state to vote in multiple states, it's yep. people voting in multiple, multiple states. You know, if you allow this to, to stand, we're never winning another another election. Democrats get out, and they're they're going to stuff a box in Georgia, and we'll lose both of those races too. Too, if Republicans are as dumb as I think they are, they are to lose both those races too. And then they've got a clear path path to destroy America for the next four years, and they, and they did because they stole the allowed them then to open up in the boards, yeah. let millions of millions of new people in, let them all vote, let all, all the people people here, and we're done forever. America is finished. Yeah, so you cannot let this stand. Yeah, cannot. you're you're right. You have to fight. You can't let it. You can't even if you even if you are the underdog, you have to right. fight. You can't let it stand. No, no and and talking about see. Georgia, I don't know what in the world uh, induced Purdue not to show up to his um to that debate, but I it, it's it's horrifying. But anyway, anyway, we're getting too far afield. And Wayne, we've taken up too much of your time. I know you're you gave us part of your 16 hours a day, and we want to be respectful of that. Show us the book one more time, if you don't mind. The book is Trump Rules. It's by Wayne Allen Root, the capitalist evangelist, the self-proclaimed sob son of a butcher, son of a butcher from New York. Uh, Trump Rules. It is a book talking about how the principles Trump has lived his life by. And how you can use those to get ahead in your life, Wayne. Thank you so much for joining us. We just—I can't tell you how much we appreciate it. Thank you, Josh. Thank you. Thank you. The greatest gift ever. Excellent <laughs> Christmas Every gift. Trump Excellent Christmas your life. gift. Give him. Give him out. Give him out like candy. Twelve. And hey, Merry not political. Not political. So you can give it to not that political. family member who's not political. It won't offend them. Merry Christmas. Good luck with it. Merry Christmas <laughs> to you, Wayne. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks. And Bye, Josh. Bye, Deborah. Thanks. Thank and folks who've been watching from home, our audience, we appreciate you. Thank you for being with us on uh, WJ Live. Thank you for joining me and Deborah. Uh, a couple of housekeeping things. Remember, tech, big tech suppression is a real thing. Uh, they are trying to silence us. They are trying to silence people like Wayne. They are trying to get us off the air and make sure you don't hear from us. Uh, one way that you can deal with that is check us out on YouTube. Hopefully you're watching us on YouTube right now. Go to youtube.com slash WJ live. Uh, on there, you're going to be able to click the subscribe button. Click it. Ding. <laughs> after, no, you did it early. After that, oh, there's no, no, a no, bell that you click. Ding. Then the ding. That's what, when you click the bell, that's going to notify you every time we go live. Make sure you don't miss the show. Also, of course, follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. We're on Parlor and MeWe now as well. Um, Wayne mentioned how his Parlor following was doing. It was uh, doing really well. We just got an update on last month's numbers from Parlor. We are growing on there exponentially. We grew almost 200% on there in the last month. Exciting things happening there. And uh, last thing, thank you for your support. As always, um, you know, Big Tech is trying to suppress us. We can use all the help we can get. There are advertisers who blacklist us. If you feel compelled, if you feel uh, moved to, we would really appreciate your support. You can go to westernjournal.com slash join. Westernjournal.com slash join. Uh, you can join us and provide some monthly support. There are some neat benefits you get from that. Uh, you can get one of these cool Western Journal mugs that says uh, we are equipping readers with the truth. Uh, there are a number of other things you can get through that service. And um, uh, we just appreciate We Look, we don't want to pour mouth. We don't want to put a guilt trip on you at all. If you feel led to support us, that would be wonderful. If you don't feel led to, 
man, keep tuning in. We want you here. We want to be able to talk with you about the truth. Um, give us your feedback in the comments. And uh, remember, we are here every day, Monday through Friday, 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific. WJ Live is here. And we're going to see you tomorrow. Thanks and have a great day. Thanks. Hi, my name is Samantha, and I'm the community manager for the Western Journal. We've really enjoyed recording WJ Live these last few weeks, and we have some exciting news. We are now on Apple Podcasts, but we need to ask you a favor. In order to equip even more listeners with the truth and fight against big tech, we need to get more subscribers and reviews. So please, go find WJ Live on Apple Podcasts. Make sure to hit that subscribe button and leave a five-star review. Oh, and tell them you want to see more of me on the podcast. Thank you for helping us out. And don't forget that you can catch a new episode of WJ Live every Tuesday and Thursday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on YouTube and now Apple Podcasts. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family vgw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus step into the world of power loyalty and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.